Welcome. It's a pleasure to have you join me today, Wednesday, November 22, 2023, for the 120th installment of the Z News Podcast. I'm Ayanda, your friendly guide through the ever-evolving news landscape of Zambia. Get ready to immerse yourself in the latest headlines and captivating narratives that await us. Whether you're commuting, relaxing at home, or going about your day, the Z News Podcast is designed to keep you informed and engaged. We know your time is valuable, so we'll deliver the news in a concise yet captivating format, allowing you to stay updated without feeling overwhelmed. Without prolonging the anticipation, let's begin our exploration. We are going to start with news from Zambia Daily Mail, which has a massive 10 entries today. Let's uncover what's inside. Entry number one is entitled CNMC to invest $1.3B. CNMC has started actualizing its $1.3 billion US dollar investment pledge in Zambia, with the construction of $4 million US dollars worth of bonded warehouses in the Chambishi Multi-Facility Economic Zone. President Hakane Haikimima and President of China Xi Jinping agreed on the investment during their recent state visit. The second entry is entitled Frangilla declares its meat safe. Frangilla Farm Pride Limited ensures their beef products are certified daily to guarantee they are anthrax-free and are committed to providing the highest quality meats to their customers. Entry number three is entitled Arrows, Mutando Bosses Get Said PL Jobs. Kambeni Longu has been appointed as the vice chairman of the Zambian Premier League ZPL, competitions committee, while Everisto Kabila has been engaged as a committee member. The ZPL is the equivalent of the Premier Soccer League in South Africa and the English Premier League. The fourth entry is entitled Bridges of Banks, RDA thanks JICA for technical, financial support to selected bridges. Bridges are essential pieces of infrastructure that are necessary for safe and convenient travel, especially in Zambia where there are over 456 major bridges and 3,000 culverts across the country's 40,000 kilometers of deserted core road network. The Road Development Agency, RDA, is responsible for constructing and rehabilitating public roads and bridges in Zambia, ensuring that these bridges are in a good state. The fifth entry is entitled Pemba, CDF Awakening Sleeping Giant. Pemba, a rural district in southern province, has experienced poverty due to lack of developmental projects by successive governments. However, with the increase of Constituency Development Fund, CDF, in the last two years, the district is now seeing a ray of hope for development. Entry number six is entitled All Saints Sorry. The All Saints Congregation of the United Church of Zambia, in Chipata has apologized to members for not holding Sunday service, after some congregants locked the church building in protest of the bishop's decision to increase the congregation's contribution to the synod. The protesters demanded the presence of the bishop to answer their questions. Entry number seven is entitled Engage Citizens in EV Battery Manufacturing. Civil society organizations from Zambia, and the Democratic Republic of Congo have called on their governments to involve citizens in the manufacturing of batteries for electric vehicles to ensure access to clean and affordable energy using available mineral resources. Entry number 8 is entitled ZCS to construct 81 palaces. 
The Ministry of Local Government and Rural Development and Zambia Correctional Service have signed a K311-011-358.8 contract to build 81 palaces for traditional leaders in seven provinces, funded by the Constituency Development Fund. The ninth entry is entitled Chiefs Deserve Better Palaces. Government is taking steps to ensure traditional leaders in Zambia live in dignity by embarking on an ambitious project to build palaces for chiefs across the country. Yesterday, a K311 million contract was signed with the Zambia Correctional Service to construct 81 palaces in seven provinces, with private sector players also being engaged to build more. This is a progressive move that will strengthen the institution of chieftaincy and foster peace and national development. The tenth entry is entitled Bring Your Tech Here. President Hichilema has invited Italian businesses to bring their technology to Zambia and form partnerships during his state visit to Italy. He is also looking to replicate the model of Macari Spa, one of the largest agricultural companies in Italy in Zambia. Next up, we have news from News Diggers, which has an incredible 10 entries today. Let's dig into them. The first entry is entitled Africa Cup of Nations, one expert tells about continent's main football tournament intrigue. The 2023 Africa Cup of Nations will take place in Côte d'Ivoire from January 13 to February 11, with 24 teams competing for the title. Fans can purchase tickets online for the first time in the tournament's history, and one expert is the official partner of the Confederation of African Football offering the best odds for championship matches. Entry number two is entitled Government Urges Sports Associations to Submit 2024 Budgets. The Zambian government has asked sports associations to submit their 2024 budgets by the end of December in order to access partial assistance for their respective activities. The Ministry of Sport has depleted its regional and international budget for supporting federations, having already supported 30 associations this year. The third entry is entitled Contractor Fixing Drainage System at DK Stadium, FAS. FAS General Secretary Ruben Kamanga has announced that the contractor is back on site to resolve the drainage issue at the newly rehabilitated David Kaunda Stadium, following pictures of a waterlogged stadium going viral on social media. Entry number four is entitled Don't Underrate Angola. Simbai tells Copper Queens. The Copper Queens must be cautious of Angola in the last round of the Wavecon qualifiers, according to former women's national team coach Inala Simbai. The Copper Queens will face Angola in Luanda on November 29, before hosting them a week later. The fifth entry is entitled Why is PF celebrating setbacks in restructuring their debt? The Patriotic Front and its leaders have been celebrating every time the UPND government fails to make progress in its debt restructuring efforts. Recently, Zambia's official creditors and IMF representatives expressed reservations about the initial agreement in principle reached with the Bondholders Steering Committee in October 2023, leading to jubilation in the Patriotic Front circles. The sixth entry is entitled I Almost Died When Wamba Strangled Me. Cocktails Court. Police officer Stephen Simwenda has testified in court that PF faction chairperson Emmanuel Mwamba strangled him when he and other officers went to pick him up at a car wash in Woodlands, 
resulting in a painful neck and difficulty breathing. Entry number 7 is entitled Lees are slow to act on journalist exposés, notes Al Jazeera investigator. At the 19th African Investigative Journalism Conference in Johannesburg, Alabama, Jazeera's Alexander James discussed the challenges of investigative journalism and the effort that went into creating the four-part Gold Mafia series. Hamadou Taidansai, founder of journalism school Ijaicom, emphasized the importance of impartiality, courage and independence for journalists. The eighth entry is entitled A Person Can't Hold Office of President More Than Twice, AG tells Con, Court. Attorney General Malilo Kabesha has submitted to the Constitutional Court that former President Edgar Lungu is not eligible to contest any future presidential elections and has urged the court to grant youth activist Michelo Kitson the reliefs he is seeking. The ninth entry is entitled Masibo Launches Digital Platform for Storing Health Records. The Zambian Ministry of Health has launched SmartCare Pro, an electronic system that will keep digital health records. By the end of next year, all districts in Zambia will be online, digitizing 600 facilities and 116 districts with hospitals. Entry number 10 is entitled Buzz Likely to Increase MPREs. The Economics Association of Zambia National Secretary Gibson Masumbo expects the central bank to adjust the monetary policy rate today and anticipates that the 100 and $84 million financing from the IMF under the extended credit facility will have an impact on the exchange rate. Next up, we have news from Wabantu, which has seven entries today. Entry number one is entitled Zambian Triumph, from Mutilansem and Kanyama to Oxford as 2024 Rhodes Scholars. Xavier Chisnga and Diana Mwala have been selected as the 2024 Rhodes Scholars-elect a prestigious and competitive academic award that recognizes individuals with exceptional academic ability and a commitment to making a positive impact on the world. They will join a cohort of over a hundred scholars from around the world to pursue postgraduate studies at the University of Oxford and become part of a strong community of people determined to make a positive difference. The second entry is entitled Opinion, Grant an Architect of His Own Losses. Chipolo Polo coach Avram Grant's attempt to deflect responsibility for his team's 2-1 loss to Niger in the World Cup qualifier by blaming the referee is misguided, as the loss was due to his own tactical decisions and indecisiveness. We hope he will reflect on his mistakes and make the necessary changes to improve his team's performance. The third entry is entitled Bank of Zambia Raises Monetary Policy by 100 Basis Point predicts enhanced economic growth. The Bank of Zambia has increased the monetary policy rate by 100 basis points to 11.0% in response to current and anticipated inflation deviating from the 6-8% target band. The decision is expected to result in brighter growth prospects than projected in August, with the economy projected to grow faster at 4.3% in 2023. Entry number four is entitled Zambian Delegation Explores Business Prospects in Italy, with President Hichilema's call for mutual collaboration. President Hichilema has encouraged Italian businesses to explore the many opportunities Zambia has to offer in sectors such as agriculture, energy, mining, infrastructure, health, and tourism. 
He also emphasized the importance of fostering mutual partnerships between the two countries, leveraging advanced technology, innovative solutions, and accessible capital. Entry number five is entitled Emmanuel Mwamba Squeezed My Neck Police Officer Narrates. Emmanuel Mwamba, Patriotic Front Information and Publicity Chairperson, is on trial for allegedly assaulting a police officer by squeezing his neck with two hands. The officer testified that he had difficulty breathing and thought he would die. Entry number six is entitled Police Arrest Lusaka Man for going armed with a pistol to the Lusaka Magistrate Courts under unclear circumstances. Police have detained a 36-year-old man from Lusaka's Zingaloon Township after he was found armed with a pistol and 15 rounds of ammunition at the Lusaka Magistrate Courts. The suspect is being held for the offense of going armed in public and will appear in court soon. The seventh entry is entitled Opposition Political Women Call for Dissolution of Mbok. Opposition political women have called for the dissolution of the Non-Governmental Gender Organization's Coordinating Council, GOC, accusing it of not being proactive towards alleged abuse faced by women in the grassroots, and of only serving the interests of the elite. They have also condemned the GOC for offering solidarity to the Speaker of National Assembly, Nelly Mati, who is allegedly undertaking unconstitutional activities. To wrap up today's edition, Let's check out the news from ZNBC, which has six entries today. The first entry is entitled FRA Pays All Farmers Who Supplied Crops This Year and was posted in the business category. The Food Reserve Agency has paid out K1.9 billion to farmers across the country for their crops during the 2020 crop marketing season, with 6.9 million by 50 kilogram bags of maize purchased. Farmers who have not yet received their payments are encouraged to visit designated banks in their areas to collect their cash. This timely payment is expected to stimulate and spur development in rural communities. Entry number two is entitled Mansa Sugar Given Ultimatum and was posted in the business category. The Zambian government has given Mansa Sugar one month to implement policies that are in line with the Employment Act and the country's labor laws. Labor Minister Brenda Tambatamba has urged the company to quickly address the issues affecting workers. The third entry is entitled Milupai warns contractors and was posted in the local category. Minister Charles Milupai has warned that government will not hesitate to terminate contracts or blacklist contractors that do substandard works and has advised the Road Development Agency to consider subcontracting for some maintenance works. The RDA Board Chairperson Mulchen Kontewala has also announced that the agency will scale up implementation of the road maintenance strategy. The fourth entry is entitled Zambia Building Permanent Embassy in Ethiopia and was posted in the local category. Mr. Muitwa is impressed with the speed of construction of the permanent office block for the Zambian mission in Addis Ababa, Ethiopia, and has expressed regret that Zambia is still renting offices for its mission 59 years after independence. The permanent structure will reduce costs and challenges for the mission and help it to better hold bilateral and multilateral discussions. Entry number five is entitled Government Institutions Urged to Get on EGP and was posted in the business category. Secretary to the Cabinet Patrick Kamwa has announced that government institutions must implement electronic government procurement, EGPS, 
By the end of the year or risk not being allowed to hold procurement meetings in 2021. EGPS is designed to promote fair competition, reduce corruption, and ensure better value for public funds. Entry number six is entitled WHO, working to curb fake and substandard medicines, and was posted in the global category. WHO is working with African countries to improve the supply chain of medicines and medical products in order to reduce the prevalence of fake and substandard medicines in the region. WHO is also collaborating with WHO to develop a regional surveillance system for fake and substandard medicines in the animal health sector. And so, we reach the end of another remarkable episode of the Z News Podcast. I hope you found our curation and storytelling captivating and informative. Until we meet again, this is Ayanda, your companion on the news adventure, signing off. May your day or night be filled with meaningful connections, profound discoveries, and a commitment to positive change. God willing, see you in the next episode.